Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wednesday, October the 30th on When I Rise. We are in year C, proper 26, the 21st Sunday after the day of Pentecost. And we're going to look at another psalm for this week. It's actually the psalm of the week, which is Psalm 32, verses 1 through 7. So I'll read those verses. I'll provide some reflection. And then uh, we'll spend some time praying together this morning as we allow our soul to rise up to meet God. Let's pray together this morning. Psalm 32 of David and Maskil. Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy on me, my strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover up my, my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let all the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Surely the rising of the mighty waters will not reach them. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. This is the word of God for us today. Just a couple of reflections and thoughts as we turn to a time of prayer this morning. Uh, psalm 32 is a famous psalm. It's one of these seven psalms. It's the uh, confession psalm. And it's titled a maskil, which is uh, basically a Hebrew word for intellectual or a song that bestows wisdom. You've probably heard one of those songs before where it's not like your jam on the way home, but it's one that causes you to think and you listen to it again and again because of all the subtle nuances. Um, and so this is what this psalm is all about. It's, it's one for us to ponder, and it's one for us to learn from. Uh, this is a psalm that's often used in Ash Wednesday services in the Christian calendar because it calls the community to lowliness. You look at the first few verses, and there's a series of metaphors that talk about God dealing with us because of our sins. Uh, the first one's uh, confessing a transgressions, and they will be forgiven. That if someone let, allows their sin to be known, that it will be covered. Um, that if we confess our sins to God, that sin will not be counted against us. But more than just a moment of confession, the first few verses talk about how within our spirit there will be no deceit. And so there seems to be this question that scholars have mulled over about this psalm. Perhaps this is the song that David wrote as he was dealing with God because of his misdeeds with Bathsheba. Um, the scripture says he simply denies and he covers over his wrongdoing for some time. And so uh, this is where David finally lets it out. And he feels this, um, in his confession, there's great relief. And there's also trans, uh, transformation because as he allows God's weight of heaviness to lift off him, and you'll notice um, that David says that you're in my hiding place. You'll protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. He was hiding from God before, but now God has turned into his hiding place. And so inside David, there is um, this great transformation within him. And so what can we say? Um, what we see in verses 3 through 4 is that David confesses a, a, a great unease in his heart because he's not honest with God. And that's what happens when we sin and when we try to maybe to deal with it on our own or we try to say it's no big deal or we say that maybe that weight and unease is going to go away. 
Um, I think what tends to do, we tend to hide, we tend to maybe mask over it, we tend to justify ourselves. And I've once uh, heard someone talk about like whenever we um, have done something wrong and we try to deny and hide from it, um, it's like a, the building of a balloon, putting more and more air in a balloon. And that pressure builds on the outside of the balloon because of all the weight inside. And when someone confesses, it's like someone takes a pen to that balloon and all the air comes out and there's a great release. I've seen this in ca- uh, pastoral counseling situations where someone just needs to share something. They need to get off their chest. And even though there's a sense of vulnerability because they're sharing something that they never felt like they'd share, uh, there is a relief. Um, I've seen it in my own life where um, it's finally you get tired of something and so you just want to share it and you want to get it out and you want to start to work on it and drag it into the light. How there is a vulnerability, um, but there is this great relief because all things can become clear. And so what I want us to do is just allow this psalm uh, to convince us that it's okay to bring stuff into the light and allow God to work in our lives. So let's spend some time lowering ourselves and bowing low and asking God uh, to allow His presence and His grace to reach to us in a challenging part of our lives this morning. Heavenly Father, as our soul rises to meet you this morning, we are full of love in our hearts and we're full of gratitude because your grace renews us again and again. We thank you that the scripture tells us that your mercies are new every single morning, that great is your faithfulness to us. And not because of anything that we've done, uh, because of a, a record that we've been able to keep, but just because you're a merciful God, that deep within your being, the very core of who you are, is a generous and gracious God. And so we uh, love you this morning because you first loved us. And God, we thank you for a psalm like this, a psalm that's tough, but I think it's one that we resonate with because we've seen this in our own lives and we've seen this in the lives of other folks, is that when we can finally uh, just say, call a thing what it is, you seem to transform us and work in your extraordinary ways to restore us and uh, as we cling to you your grace makes us new again and again so God we confess that we have trusted in a lower truth uh, maybe an untruth which says if we can conceal something that it will eventually go away but we appeal to the ancient path which is to come before you the God who already knows us and knows our coming and our going and the number of our days and we Allow ourselves to, as our soul rises to meet you, to uh, reveal those parts for life where we're just tired of it. We are tired of making the same choice. To use the words of the Apostle Paul, that we do not do what we know we're supposed to do, and we do what we're not supposed to do. And so, God, we ask that you would change us and make us new again. And we thank you that there's grace. I thank you that with you there is love, and that your love speaks a better word, that Jesus, you redeem us, that you cause us to be a new creation. And so we will not be overwhelmed by the weight of our sins, but we'll be spared and saved because of the way Jesus laid down his life for us. So this day, God, we allow, as we continue to meditate on our lives, we allow these parts of our life that need your forgiveness and your healing power and your transformation to rise up to you. And we don't justify it any longer. We don't say that it's something that will go over eventually or that's something we're always going to struggle with. No, God, we allow your grace to speak a better word. And so, God, we pray that you'd start within us, deep within our souls. If there's any sorrow this morning, I pray that the sorrow just may last for a moment so that joy would return to us in the morning, knowing that with you there is forgiveness. And so, God, be with us. Separate us from the shame of our sin as far as the east is from the west. Allow us to be cleansed. Allow us to be made new. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.